Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one. Ow. On a scale. Ah. On a scale. Ow. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And we are here to talk all things Disney from the theme parks, the movies, the TV shows, video games, comic books, anything Disney. We will talk about it. So today, uh, our first question here uh, from two weeks ago (laughs) is favorite Disney Christmas movie. Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, anytime I pause. That's that's your, that's <laughs> your time to go. Uh, mine would be the Santa Claus. And why? I just, I don't know, I just always like that one. It's a good one, it's good for everybody. And You always sound so shocked when I have to ask you why, but <laughs> you're like, well, I, know. I, don't, I don't know, it's just... <laughs> I just it's, like it's just it. It's good, okay? It's just good. <laughs> um, What's yours? Mine is uh, Disney's Christmas Carol with Mickey Mouse. Mm, okay. Um, I love that take on it. And really, I, you know, the characters just match perfectly of who they're supposed to be. You know, Scrooge, yeah, yeah. N- who was named after Ebenezer Scrooge, is finally playing Scrooge, the, you know, Scrooge, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good. Um just a nice enjoyable it's short too i think it's like 30 minutes or something it's not super long yeah it's short and sweet yeah so i like that one um all right so i guess we can go over to the news here we have uh we have uh guests at caribbean beach get, are getting a special skyliner exclusive pin oh when they're staying there supposedly but um, when though like after it opens no, I think it's right now. Um, really, people have sent pictures of the of the pin. Let's see where is that? Receive complimentary Disney Skyliner pin. Um, because it's one of the you know spots where they'll be able to board. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, it's uh. Looks like it's just going right now. Yeah, if you're staying there. Wonder I how guess long. you're not guaranteed to get it. It doesn't have any dates or anything. Just happened to be somebody stayed there and they... Um... Got one. Right. Interesting. Right. You'd think that'd be a thing that they would give out once it was actually open. Yeah, I guess it's to generate hype and notice that this thing is going to be happening. And maybe make you stay at Caribbean again or something. Yeah. Um. All right, so starting December third, you know, almost a week ago here, uh, the railroad uh, was closed. Walt Disney World Railroad uh, for construction on Tron. Oh yeah, I did read so that. So it's gonna be. Uh, it's closed well for into, how long? Uh, it doesn't say. It says well into 2019. So. Oh. Yeah. It's I feel like that thing's been closed like a lot over the last couple years 
Yeah. When they like yeah, refurbished it. Construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in line with that, we have a reopening date set for Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, it's going to close on January 2nd. And on May 18th, it's scheduled to reopen. Wow. Not too bad. With the altered track layout to accommodate Tron Roller Coaster. So. Hmm. Kind of goes hand in hand there, those two stories, you know, with. Yeah. The All Tron. revolves around Tron. Right. Which is supposed to open sometime in 2021 at the latest. So. Still two years away. Once we, you know, because this year is almost done. So it's yeah. about two years away. Uh, Sautoli Canteen, which is the canteen in, um, in uh, what's it called? Pandora. Uh, got some menu changes here. So some new offerings here. Um, now, I've never been there, so I don't know which ones of these are exactly new, but I have a picture of the whole menu. So let's see. Yeah, so before they had like a fish option, it looks like. Now they have... So step one is select your protein, right, for a bowl. It's a Sautoli bowl. okay. Okay, so protein option, you have either the options of slow roasted sliced grilled beef, chopped wood grilled chicken, combination bowl of grilled beef and chicken, chili garlic shrimp, chili spiced crispy fried tofu so the fish was replaced with shrimp step two is selecting your base so rice and black beans or red and sweet potato hash low mine noodles uh, low main noodles and hearty salad Uh, then step three is select your sauce which is charred green onion vinaigrette black bean vinaigrette or creamy herb dressing now, did they always have the bowl things before? They just yeah, added other I options? So. Yeah, Okay. Haven't yep, tried they... them yet. Me neither. So, not really a place it sounds like I would go anyway. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phantom Manor is, uh, you know, scheduled for Disneyland Paris to open in April... Of 2019, so it was supposed to open before that. Now it's scheduled to open in April. It's huh. almost a full year, of, or wow. more than a full year down. Yeah. Also, the Oriental Land Company; those are the ones that um, own Tokyo Disney. Oh. Um, have announced a new family-friendly, affordable Disney hotel in 2021. It is a Toy Story hotel. Oh, cool. The guest rooms will resemble the bedroom of Andy. The rooms will be designed with furniture and features inspired by their world. That's cool. Uh, they have a restaurant that guests will enjoy. Uh, they provided a background story to the yet-to-be-named Toy Story hotel. Andy, the little boy who loves his toys, Woody... Buzz Lightyear and the rest has embarked on the ultimate backyard project, building to, a building to house all of his toys. When Andy is called away by his mom, his toys and their helpers take over the toy tower and open it as a hotel for all the honorary toys of the world. Neat. So there you go. 
that's the next stop I want to go to. I want to yeah. go to uh, Tokyo Disney. Yeah, they keep making such cool stuff over there. We also got some cool Paris news. So they are revealing a solar energy site, just like how Disney World has yeah. uh, a solar energy facility. And they're also considering a name change for Walt Disney Studios Park as it undergoes a massive expansion with lands themed to Marvel, Star Wars, and Frozen already announced. Wow. Wonder, yeah, does it say anything about the names that they're thinking about? No, no. Huh. Disney was also considering a change for its studio park, Hollywood Studios, but ultimately abandoned the effort. I don't remember them actually abandoning it. Yeah, so is that them telling us that they're not going to change the name? Well, apparently this was back in February. Um, oh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, we covered that, where it said the foreseeable f- future. Okay. That it would stay the name. But, you know, how long is the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. <laughs> they could change it whenever they want. Pro- yeah. That's well, one of those probably... things, again, where it's like, why are you announcing you're going to change the name without having a name lined up? Like, right, you right. have What's to have this stuff ready to go. It's just pointless. It's just pointless. Um, and I got a Disney Springs here for so starting December fourteenth, lasting till January thirty first. In other words, I will not see this, which is, is unfortunate. At Disney Springs, they are having a uh, event for uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Huh. It's going to be at the former site of the Disney Corner, which is, you know, the site where they had the... That store. The store while the uh, World of Disney was being... Uh, yeah. It'll, it'll feature a playable demo of the game, a special Keyblade exhibit, and original artwork from the game, and apparently a pop-up shop, too, that people were posting pictures of. Wow. Today. So... I feel like the, the hype's gotten bigger over that lately than it used to be. Over what? The game? Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's been a while since the last console release, like uh, like on a main console. You know, they had a few like on the 3DS and PSP and stuff. Yeah. This is the first one on the PS4, and uh, Disney's really starting to put all their marketing behind it, which is good, because before it was kind of like the redheaded stepchild of, of Disney. <laughs> like They yeah, never really... Yeah. I mean, they Did even have a, they have a pin... They have a pin of it in, in the in the stores. It's Mickey with that black hood. Oh, but yeah. But some of the cast members call it Jedi Mickey because they have no idea what they're talking about. That's funny. Uh, so it's actually Kingdom Hearts. Um, and, yeah, uh, hopefully that means that m- maybe they'll have some event with the characters out again because they used to have Donald and Goofy out in their Kingdom Hearts gear. And they even had that on a cruise recently, too. Um, so hopefully they bring them back out again because that was that's something I want to meet but of course I can't even go down there during that time of year yeah but yeah so if anybody's a big fan and they want to play the game before they buy it playable demo at Disney Springs starting on the 14th uh, lasting until the end of January the game comes out January 29th so you still have from 29th to the 31st if you wanted to try it out and be like you know what i'll go out and buy it right now you can go do that so plus a key bait exhibit i don't know if that i know at some places at conventions stuff they actually had where you could like hold the key blade and 
take pictures with it. I don't know if that's what it's going to be or if it's just going to be a line of Keyblades lined up that you could take pictures of or something. But Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, oh, did you know also, I sent you that text too, but they, they sent out a tweet. If you take a picture of yourself with that pop-up thing in GameStop, you could win something if you enter oh, it. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, so... The one I, I saw that Nathan one at, got his picture. Yeah, yeah. I saw one at White Marsh, and I, I did not take my picture in it. Sadly, <laughs> uh, I want to win. Want to win whatever it is. I don't really know, but okay. So we got some movie news here. So originally, since we missed last week due to schedules or whatever, my my lineup consisted of Captain Marvel trailer tonight and Avengers four on Wednesday. Well, that's not how it worked out. So it was Captain Marvel on Monday. Like huh. I had, like we had thought because it was announced. And then Avengers 4 released on Friday. So, yeah, we got some trailer news here. Um, Captain Marvel trailer released. Has a really great scene at the end of it. You should watch it. Um, really cool action scene of her in space, like, blowing stuff up and fighting people. That was really oh, cool. that's cool. Uh, they released a new poster of it as well. So that movie comes out in March. Um... And Avengers 4 has its official name. If you don't want to know the name of it, tune out now. Okay. <laughs> that gave people enough time. It is Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. That's what that movie is going to be called. Um, and that trailer released on Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. I don't know if I should watch it with Lucas or not, because he'll probably ask me a hundred more questions. Oh, you should watch it with him. Yeah. You should watch it. It'll, uh, yeah, it'll be tons of questions afterward, but it, you know, <laughs> it's part of being a kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mom herself was asking me a bunch of questions as we were driving yesterday. That's funny. Uh, theories and stuff, you know. Um, and they released a, a poster of that as well, just a little teaser poster of the Avengers logo kind of getting either reassembled or dusted. It's kind of, you know, I think it's getting reassembled. But... Yeah, it's called Endgame, and they moved up the release. Originally, it was May 3rd, and just like everybody thought, they moved it up to April 26th to coincide with the European and Australian release. So, get it on April 26th. So, that'll be the shortest time between Marvel films since Disney has taken over. Uh, Iron Man 1 and The Incredible Hawk released like a month and 12 days after each other. Uh, wow. So that's actually the shortest, but, but this is the second shortest, but the shortest since Disney has taken over. Uh, yeah. Gap between the two films. Um, sticking with some Marvel news here, uh, we have Vision and the Scarlet Witch. That's the rumored title of the Scarlet Witch and Vision series on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Vision okay. and the Scarlet Witch. Um, still no real official announcement of that one. But uh, Hollywood Reporter and stuff continues to drop. You know what's funny? I didn't see the trailer for Captain Marvel or Avengers, but I saw the trailer for the Kim Possible movie. (laughs) Good, we could talk about that. Uh, How about the Kim Possible trailer? I watched it on Friday. Oh, I just watched it this morning. I mean, it looks good. It looks interesting. Yeah, I disagree. I just wish (laughs) that it would be animated yeah there you go that's all i like the guy who they got to play draken yeah right but 
the rest of it. I don't know. Just I looks, think the girl for uh, Kim Possible is not bad. I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel like it, it's going to be probably more like Disney Channel shows now than it is going to be like the cartoon. That's yeah, I know what you mean. With it, you know, more slapsticky, um, corny yeah. lines, you know, type of thing. Um, Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures is a new YouTube show. It's like two minute shorts focused on it looked like they had some for Luke Skywalker, Han Solo Chewbacca, Princess Leia and stuff huh. um, Daredevil was cancelled by Netflix after season 3 so there will be no season 4 um, people kept saying rumors that you know they were like well this is going to be probably moving to Disney Plus right? No Disney has come out and said that they're not picking up the show so it, it's canceled yeah but it, it frees up daredevil for some of the movies or you know yeah maybe for something show else later to come down the line or whatever but it's not going to be the same version that's on netflix now uh they also released a trailer for artemis fowl i didn't watch for this what? one artemis fowl you know what i've seen that too you saw that trailer yep Give us your but, impressions on it. I've never read the book. I don't. Know I, it's hard it. because I don't know much about it either. Like, I mean, it looked interesting, but then I also actually at the while I was watching it, I was like, oh, this might be one of those flops. Like you, how you were saying, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you can't imagine any of those other movies flopping. It's possible this could be the flop. You know? Yeah. I mean, this book was huge in seventh grade when I was in seventh grade. Uh huh. Um, never read it and. I don't know how much lasting power the series has. I never hear people talk about it the same way you still hear people talk about Harry Potter. Right. In a series of unfortunate events, which is on Netflix now. Right. Series and yeah, like I don't know wonder, anything about it. Like even without reading those other books, I could tell. You know, I had heard enough that I knew what they were about, pretty much. Like I don't know enough about this one at all. And then it looked like it's really good. Um, it's kind of like how we said, like the Nutcracker or a Wrinkle in Time. It seems like Affection. visually it's really yeah. good, but not so sure how the story will be. Yeah, it makes me, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, trying to find the words. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I think I think you're right. It could be one of those ones where it's going to be a flop just because like i said we don't know how strong the brand is or how strong right, the franchise right. is how many people are like i really want an artemis fowl movie and i'm gonna go see it right now you know type of thing right um especially because it's coming out way later than when it was first successful um right right you know uh they didn't like take advantage of it in the moment right and well and that's the thing people probably say to me well jordan Lord of the Rings came out like 50 years after those books. But those were enough time where like other people could pass it on to their kids or they pass it on to like a younger generation and say, this is a really good book. Uh, I don't know if Artemis Fowl is at that point where people that grew up with it are handing it to a younger generation saying, this is good. Read it. Right. Um, right. So I guess we'll see um, how that turns out. I mean, Chronicles of Narnia was a very strong 
book series. It's still a very popular book series, but it hasn't translated into the movies. You know, right. which in the wardrobe did really well because it's the most well known out of all of them. Right, right. But when you get to Prince Caspian, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, those didn't do as well. It, you know, Prince Caspian did not so well enough that Disney said we're not touching it again. Right. And then Walden Media went to 20th Century Fox and they did Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah. So that's crazy. Makes you wonder what's going to happen. And now that is with Netflix. You know, Netflix now just got the rights for Chronicles of Narnia, and they're making live action miniseries, TV shows, and movies based on the Chronicles of Narnia. Wow. Um, so they're going to go all out with it. You know. Um, so, which is great for Netflix because that's they need something that's going to entice people. You know, right? This is kind of like I was going to say, and it'll probably do well on there too. Right, and this is kind of like their answer to um, Amazon. Amazon got the rights to Lord of the Rings and is making a prequel TV series. Oh. Um, and they're you know, they're, Amazon's hoping that's going to Amazon's spending billions of dollars on this thing too. Wow. Um, so that they're hoping. Well, because that, there's not know, much else to have Amazon Prime for in the TV aspect, not. I mean, it's worth it for your shipping and whatever else, but as far as what they have to offer for the TV and movies and stuff, it's it's not great. They have a lot of cr- critically acclaimed shows on there, though. They got Transparent. They got, uh, I think, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, that one I've heard of. But I mean, like, uh, they, they have... in the Jungle. They have, like, their own, you know grouping of them but i just don't think that they have as much as what netflix has you know what i mean right right well they they started later yeah but yeah so they're trying to go out and spend all this money on lord of the rings because they're like we need our own game of thrones right so now amazon uh, netflix is like okay now we need something that is like our game of thrones or our lord of the rings so what do you get you get J.R. tolkien's friend c.s lewis and you get his books you know right you get chronicles of narnia um you know, Disney has those when they have Star Wars and Marvel already. So they're, right, they're not right. too worried about that. So Right. But it's funneling tons of money into this, you know, streaming stuff. Yeah, I bet. Hundreds of millions and billions of dollars going into these TV shows to make them look like movies. Um, and, th- and that's where it is a lot of times. I mean, movies are... A lot of people like movies, but TV has kind of become that golden age where people are like, oh, I'm going to watch this show that is critically acclaimed and uh i can spend more hours with these characters than the two hours in a movie right that's true and that's why that's why the marvel cinematic universe is doing so well too though is while they're two hour movies people are like it's a continuous story yeah yeah you know it's kind of like watching a tv show right it's kind of like watching a tv show you know people the way people react to these trailers are like they're watching a TV show almost. You right. Know, like, oh, right. look, there's Tony Stark, my favorite character. Let's see what he does this time type of, you know, yeah. type of thing. Um, and it's a continuous thread. So it seems to be going into more of that direction. And that's why all these movies now are trying to do this continuous stuff now, too. You know, it's part of that storytelling. People are getting more involved and want more and more of the story of different stuff. Um Let's see, what else do I got here? Oh, Marvel is also fast-tracking an Asian film superhero franchise, which will be their first Asian film superhero uh, franchise with Dave Callahan scripting 
and a search on for a director of Asian descent. This is from Deadline. So Marvel Studios is fast-tracking their comic book hero, Shang-Chi. Um, which, to be honest, as somebody that read Marvel Comics, I don't know Shang-Chi. A lot of people don't, actually. He's a very obscure character. Um, and they're fast-tracking this. Dave Callahan is a Chinese-American writer. Uh, he's going to write the screenplay. And this is kind of being in the model of Black Panther, you know, where they had an African-American um, writer, an African-American you know, director, you know, Ryan right. Coogler did both. Um, and then, you know, you get a full cast, you know, to, to play these African and African-American cultures. Um, and yeah, they're trying to do the same thing here. So Dave Callahan has also helped write Wonder Woman 1984. He's also going to be writing the animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, the sequel to the one that's coming out this week. Oh. He wrote initial drafts of Zombieland 2, and he also wrote Amazon's recent comedy series Jean, uh, Jean-Claude Von Johnson, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, he also created the Expendables franchise, and as well as the story for Legendary's Godzilla reboot. So he's kind wow. of experienced here. Um, and he'll be the one writing, and then they're looking for an Asian-American uh, director, and cast for Shang-Chi. So he's like a martial artist is what Shang-Chi is. Um, you know, I did some research uh, on that. So kind of like Iron Fist on Netflix, but instead of Iron Fist being white, uh, you know, he's going to be Asian. Uh, Asian right. American. So. Right. This would be cool. This I, I really like when they do movies on characters I don't know as well. It, you know, it... it yeah, it's a, it's an easier thing to do. It's an easier blank slate, uh, you know. When it's a blank slate, right? You go into the movie with pretty much no preconceptions, and that's the issue with like DC always making another Batman, another Superman movie, right? Because you go right. in and you say that's not how Superman's supposed to act. That's not how Batman's supposed to act. And those are people that the the general population all know and all know their backstory and all know that. If you mess up Shang-Chi's backstory, or you change it, the only people that are going to know are the diest of hard fans. You know, hardcore right. fans. Um, any other people would be like, oh, that's a cool character now, and they'll like whatever changes you make because they don't know anything about him. You know? It's the same way that, like, you know, Iron Man isn't exactly like his comic book self, but he wasn't as popular until the movie. So right. people only know him from the movies at times. Right, you know? right. So you kind of get this weird mix of like, yeah, some of that stuff is not as comic accurate, but people don't care as much because they didn't know those comic book heroes. There Before, was no yeah. Shang-Chi cartoon show that you grew up with in the 90s. Right. Um, you know, like people grew up with Batman in the 90s. Yeah. So really excited for that. And... Um, Fast tracking that, I'm thinking that's probably 2020 or 2021 at this point. But wow, probably 2020. Um, yeah, and then uh, the last thing I got really here is uh, they have a uh, during the Game Awards show. Uh, I watched that on Thursday, Thursday night. I think it was, yeah, Thursday. Game Awards. Um, they released footage of an exclusive Nintendo Switch game 
it's Marvel. It's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. So these were a series of games back in like... 2006? 2005? Somewhere around there. Um, on PS3 and Xbox 360. And it was called Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Uh, and what is it? You have like four... You have a team of four, and you control all four of them. Like you can switch between which one you're playing as. Doing, yeah, using. But you have all four. And uh, you can mix and match heroes from other Marvel heroes. You know, like, so in um, Ultimate Alliance 1, my team a lot of times was somebody like Captain America with Spider-Man, Wolverine, and daredevil or something like that you know so you're like mix and matching and you know you have or you could put hawk up there as well you know so you kind of like mix and match your four and rotate them out unlock costumes all that kind of stuff and play through the story mode with just whatever four characters you want to at that time you know um and then the second one was based off of civil war the comic book not the movie um but you do the same thing. You know, you have like four characters you can rotate out. Uh, those were made by Activision. And they actually just re-released those on PS4. And I missed them. I missed them. They were only available digitally. And then they lost the license. And now they're no longer able to sell them. Uh, so I, I can't even play them again on my new station, my new PlayStation. Um, so then this is a new developer making it for... Ultimate Alliance 3, they released a trailer during the Game Awards. It has characters like Drax and Groot and Star-Lord, Gamora, uh, Wolverine. Um, they showed Spider-Man and, uh, you know, Cap, Iron Man. Am I missing anybody? They showed off a whole bunch of, you know, Falcon, um, Rocket Raccoon, Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, Lockjaw. Uh, yeah, so Thor, whole bunch of characters. I'm sure they'll have more than that available in the game as well. Um, and it's exclusive on Nintendo Switch next year. So really happy now I have cool. my Switch. <laughs> yeah. And can play that game because it looked exactly, I mean, like the graphics weren't as great as they were back in the day. They're more stylized this time. Right. But I mean, it, it looked the same four characters that you can rotate out and play as you know through through missions and stuff so and you're playing it's called ultimate alliance 3 the black order you're going up against thanos and you know ebony maul and all those characters from infinity war pretty much so pretty cool um and that's pretty much all i got for news here now what we did want to talk about is this really cool preview of tokyo disneyland's um beauty and the beast Beast ride so it looks like they're building the castle like how we do for um be our guest right but instead you're inside of the castle riding a a ride and it looks in a teacup looks cool right in a teacup like chip and you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of uh frozen ever after or no what's the ride called is that what it's called uh frozen Frozen, ever after yeah and um, yeah I seven doors with these with mind train these animatronics that they showed off in there is everybody should watch this video we all have to put the link up or something yeah but 
really cool behind the scenes look. Uh, I know some people might be worried it's in Japan. Am I going to understand the video? Yes, all the Imagineers in this are from here uh, in America. Right, so right. They're all speaking English. They're telling you, they're showing you the animatronics that they're working on and some of the theming in the park. And it looks astounding. Uh, they showed Belle. Uh, it looks like one of the animatronics for her is her walking into the the castle. Yeah, it looked like that. Did you see that? It's like her, like kind of like coming in, and it looks like she's actually walking. Yeah. Toward you while you're in the teacup, maybe. Um, yeah. That looks pretty cool. And then you know, at the end, they have it looks like they're gonna have the ballroom scene with her and Prince Adam as a human dancing at the end. Um, yeah. And this huge beast animatronic that they have too. Like, yeah. it is amazing what they can do nowadays. What were your thoughts as somebody that that's your favorite movie? I, well, first of all, it was crazy to think because, I mean, I guess I never really th- thought too far into it. It's literally the first Beauty and the Beast ride. None of them have Yes, one. right. So it's crazy to think. Because we have the um, show, we have Be Our Guest, we have right, right. all that stuff, yeah. Um, Enchanted, you know, Enchanted Tales with Belle yeah, and yeah, right. stuff like that. So it's not like there's not beauty and the beast in the parks it's just there's not a ride um but no i think it looks awesome i think you know like they said the movements of the animatronics is just it's like watching a cartoon you know like it's very flowy it doesn't look very robotic like some of you know the other ones like they used hall of presidents as an example um but I just think they do. They look awesome, and I can see it. They do look, you know, animated, just like a cartoon that you're watching. And, I mean, the horse was pretty impressive, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, when they show the horse. Yeah. Uh, and her, like, turn to face the the cars. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the cars look cool, too. And, like, the part where they show, it looks like you kind of, like, spin around and then you see Beast up in the balcony thing, you right, know? It right. just looks really neat. It's amazing. When is your trip to Tokyo, then? <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> that's the next one on my list. That's where I want to go next. And if it's... Uh, I might as well wait until they actually finish this, you know, and wait until I can afford it. But, right. um, <laughs> but yeah, I want to go when they have all this cool stuff open. I know. They just keep adding more and more. Right, because I think they're also having this new Frozen over, you know, like this new world they're building, uh, Land of Frozen over there as well, and and Beauty and the Beast is part of that as well, where they have like this expansion of Beauty and the Beast over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, if they all look like that, I mean, that's going to be pretty cool. And, and part of it makes me upset right part of it makes me upset like i said i love exclusive stuff like that so yes i i want to go see this makes me want to go to tokyo right 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 but you may tell me they couldn't think of this over when here they were doing new fantasy land right right when all we got was ariel's new ride and you know which Seven isn't Girls that impressive until a year later well the animatronics of that are pretty great too no yeah um, but i mean like it's just another like Right. Sit through and roll. Well, that's through what this ride. would pretty much be. Yeah, but there seems to be at least a little bit more movement. But all we got were what two new rides? Yeah, Seven Dwarfs and Ariel. Mermaid, and then a show of Beauty and the Beast. You have 
land out there, you could have kind of pushed back a bit and, and probably built this ride. Now, obviously, right. some people may not know, but there's actually that's where the cast bus comes in too from from the shuttle is right behind Bell's Castle. Um, yeah. So you couldn't go too far out, but uh, but that would have been really cool if you had both the not the sh- you could probably could have both the show the eatery and and the ride that would have really been a really good filling up of of new fantasy land at that yeah time. it just seems like a missed opportunity when is we just finished new fantasy land and it's like okay man we could have done this here because it's not like it's not like frozen where you're like okay we could have fit in a new fantasy land but we didn't know it was going to be a hit, so now we have to put it in Epcot. This was a movie that already has a spot in New Fantasyland. Right. And there's, you know, you're not, you're just putting in a restaurant and, and a show in her cottage or whatever. It's just sad, because it, it's something I feel like that could have been another big hit of a ride over here. You know? Right. Another, you know, to, to make kids really... Cause that's the thing about Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah, some of these are... It's like, it's like another dark ride. You know, I like having those. Like when we had Snow White Scary Adventures. You could have had both. You could have kept Snow White Scary Adventures and had the, you know, Mind Train. Yeah. But, you know, I can see why they wouldn't want to have both. Just because they kind of both tell the same story. Um... But, you know, you have, like, Peter Pan ride, you have, um, Seven Dwarf Mine Train, Little Mermaid. I just love having those, like, dark rides like Peter Pan and Snow White Scary Adventures, Pinocchio's Daring Journey over in Disneyland and Paris. Um, I like having those that you can, you know, just kind of take a break. You know, it's not, it's not something super thrilling, but it's something that you can also take your pregnant wife on or... Um, your little baby on, yeah, you know, because that's what I'm worried about. Let's say Joy is because this was Joy's fear, right? So we're going down in March. She's like, Well, what if I'm pregnant by then? I'm like, Well, then you're gonna be waiting at the exit while I'm riding all the rides. <laughs> um, yeah, because some of the rides, you know, it, 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 it expectant mothers can't ride, so. Um, as as you know, from when we were down there, what year was that? That was before you had Lucas, right? Or yeah. Before Nate? Yeah. No, before, before Lucas. Lucas. Um, yeah, we were down there, and you still haven't even rode the Simpsons ride from Universal. Nope. Then. But so you'll have to now when you take uh, Lucas there for his birthday or whatever. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. I just realized that recently, like. Yeah. That I haven't even written it yet. You probably haven't wrote any of the Harry Potter stuff either. Nah. Yeah, so those are fun rides. Um, but yeah, so when we were down, I remember being there, and yeah, I think that was the first time I rode the Simpsons ride, and it was like, well, Christian can't ride it. Yeah. Um, Universal is terrible for you in that regard. Most of theirs are screens and, and simulators that you can't ride. Um. But yeah, so let's think about like Disney. What would you not be able to ride at Magic Kingdom? Well, you want to be able to ride Space Mountain, Big Thunder, Splash Mountain. I'm sure, yeah. Seven Dwarfs you can't ride. You can't ride 
Other than that, you're probably pretty good. Yeah, there's. it's definitely not as much in Disney. But when you get outside of Magic Kingdom, that's where you're running into problems again. Probably can't ride Soaring, maybe. Can you? That's something I'd have to look. Soaring. Um, test Track, you can't ride. Can you? Which one? Probably not test track i'm thinking probably not with the brakes but i mean it's like riding a car that you yeah you ride in when you're pregnant 60 miles an hour it's not a problem right hmm. so maybe i'd have to look at that just just to see which ones you can and there you go that's a whole Can't. special episode stuff you can ride when you're pregnant or not um but yeah so she she's kind of worried at, about that at, at a point but yeah um, i'm like well that's just I don't know. That's a risk. <laughs> All I know is I'm riding the rides. <laughs> you can go meet characters or shop or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's so, nice of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, she's the one that wants, you know, like six kids. Um, <laughs> our last question of the day, because that's all I have. Did you have anything actually? No, I don't think so. I think that was everything. Let me just double check here. I just had everything up. Uh, Yep, that's it. Okay, cool. So, our last question of the day here. Is your favorite Disney world or land background music? Or music that you hear in a land? You know, as you're walking through. Um, It could be something like that. Or it could be a song in an attraction that's... Again, not the forefront of the attraction, but like a background of the attraction. Right, right. Um, like a cue music or, you know, some people have fond music, uh, uh, you know, fond memories of like uh, cue music. You know, which one I don't like is Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Really? Yeah. Where it's like, do, 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 do. And it's like this weird yeah, I know what I mean. <laughs> thing. Uh, that that one kind of gets on my nerves after sitting there for a bit. Um, um, which I'd have to say Disney? mine's like tomorrowland and people mover like all the music going through that oh yeah now approaching <laughs> yeah i don't um, know it's just you know really like i don't I, just like a fond memory i guess one of those see, things that I surprises always remember. me because i feel like you're not one that usually goes into tomorrowland too much oh i feel like we're there all the time really yeah i know you like people mover yeah and we'll walk over there even if it's just Zach and Lucas doing Space Mountain or something. Yeah. So what's yours? Mine is from a movie. I teased this two weeks ago. But um, my mine's Main Street. And I really oh, like yeah. when the up music plays while I'm walking on Main Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that fits so perfectly with Main Street. Yeah, uh, it That does. music and i just love that they play that there too it's like okay this feels so fitting right i mean part of me really does like um liberties um liberty squares just because i worked there and heard it all the time right but it's just all patriotic music yeah yeah i used to go home humming that you know uh that's funny but yeah, really like walking Main Street is one yeah. of the best things 
feelings in Disney. No matter what Main Street it is, you have that music playing, right? You say the other the up music, or you have some other, you know, like old time music playing. Yeah. While you're walking down Main Street, which feels so nice and comfy, and then you have the castle at the end. You know, right. it's just it's really it's great. like a you know you're there. Yes. Yes. And let me tell you, uh, I'm sure I don't know if I've said this before or not, but I'm, sh- I'm sure I may have. Walking down Disneyland's Main Street, my first time there in a while, right? So we went in 2016, which is before we started doing the show. Right. We went in 2016. I went there to propose. I went there to meet Oswald, and I said, well, I might as well propose while I'm here. Right? <laughs> and uh, so we're, you know, we're, we're there, and... Um, the last time we were there before that was like what two thousand and it was a while ago. Four or two? It was it, some. So, some. It wasn't two because Justin was born already because he got sick and Kayla got sick when we went there. Uh, so maybe like two thousand four or something. But anyway, so we're there, and uh, you know, walking down main street in in california and it just felt so bizarre like i I felt like i was in like a dream state almost because one it was something i always want to go back there right and then you're finally right you're like oh my god i can't believe i'm here but then you're like in a bizarro world right because you're like the castle doesn't look right it's small right so yeah down there doesn't look right some of the stores were on opposite sides oh I can't so just remember which ones. Different. Right, I can't remember which one. I think it was like, I think Emporium's still on the left. I'm not sure though. But some of the stores that are you're used to on the left are on the right and vice versa, right? So you're walking down and you're like, this is not the right way. <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to be. Uh, I still had that feeling when I went into Fantasyland too because their Fantasyland is much more like maze-like than ours. It's just like a part of a wheel. You know, they kind of have, like, different areas that you can go over there. And um, so bizarre. But, you know, I got used to it near the end. Yeah. Near the end there. But I'll never forget that. Walking down there and just feeling like, this is so bizarre. (laughs) So bizarre. All right, well, that about wraps us up here. Um, Are you good to tell people where you're... Yeah. Where you are okay yeah where are you <laughs> you can find me <laughs> on instagram at all Geyer adventures or following or the podcast at behind your dreams podcast on instagram and you can follow the podcast on facebook.com slash beyond the dreams podcast email us at beyond the dreams podcast at gmail.com twitter at bt disney podcast we're on podbean now uh, not on SoundCloud, so we're on Podbean is where it's hosted, and you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and a whole bunch of other pod-catching apps. But yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't have questions ready for next week, so there's no preview here for next week's questions. Um, if anybody has suggestions, send them over our way. We'll definitely answer your questions. Yep. Um, but that's it. That's all. That's all I got here, so... Catch y'all next week. Bye. Low battery. <laughs> See y'all real soon. <laughs>